One, two, one, two. Test, test. One, two, one, two. They say they feel it, but they never feel it. On this grind, stacking money till it hit the ceiling. Don't group me with no niggas that ain't thinking billions. See, I'm focused on this dream, trying to make it realer. Look, who shit popping, niggas stop it. Wealth is in the mind, trying to get it to the pocket. Wealth is in the grind, kicking doors where they lock it. When you come from the mud, they don't give you many options. All right, welcome, guys. This is our second episode of Sixth Period. Back to back. Back to, yeah, this is this is great. Like, yeah. when we were on the blog and we had posts going on a consistent basis, like, I'm, I feel like I'm in a groove right now, bro. Yeah, this is kind of, this is different. It's a different feeling. It's a different moment. It's a different time. I think this is the golden era of PS4 I There's nothing else to call it. Yeah. If you haven't noticed, this is sixth period, like we said over and over again. I'm one of the co-hosts. My name is James. And this is Brian. How are you guys feeling today, in this lovely evening? Should we give some time for them to answer? No. Okay. <laughs> we, we don't really care. We don't really care. That was just like a yeah. formality. But we're doing great. Yeah, we're doing amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, like we said, this is our second episode. And last week, uh, it was, you know, kind of a test run. But yeah. now we have it under our wings. We're feeling much better about the whole talking to a mic, a single mic. Yeah. Uh, Super low connected. budget. <laughs> Foreheads connected. Yeah. Um, and we're just going to, you know, round it up again, do the same thing that we did last week. Uh, just a little um, little feedback about who we are. Uh, we are PS4080, which um, is me and Brian. Yep. Uh, we started a few years ago. We release mixtapes. We blog. We do pretty much whatever it takes to win at this point. Yep. Um, and this podcast has been on our mind for a while, and we're so happy to share it with you guys. Yeah. And give you all of our uh, half-baked ideas, mm-hmm. sometimes fully-baked. That's not a term, fully baked ideas. That I sounds think, weird. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It yeah. Mm-mm. Anyway, um, so kind of talking about or just revisiting our first episode because there have been some other developments. Uh, Lil Zan, I guess first off. Um, yeah, we last week we talked about Lil Zan brought up a couple of different conversations, uh, but one, if you didn't know, he was banned from hip hop by Waka Flocka Flame. Uh, the which isn't uh, a thing. Yeah, the the head diocese of hip hop apparently excommunicated Lil Xan for his feelings on Tupac uh, last week. And are we are we now in the post uh, like Lil like is this like the schism? I'm just like thinking of like the Byzantine <laughs> Empire, like when the Pope like excommunicated some king or whatever. It's it's everybody that was actually a D boy is now uh, separated from all the SoundCloud <laughs> fake D boys. Right. Uh, Lil Xan being one of them. Right. Just like how the source created the East coast West or not the source, the, uh, the publication started like East coast, West coast beef. Exactly. We are now making this a real, right. Thing. This is ground zero. Yeah. This is legitimately yeah. ground zero for the schism between SoundCloud rappers and X trap stars slash EDM producers now yeah yeah dark times guys dark times <laughs> it's the strangest timeline for sure it's uh some cage of eden type shit um but little zan uh was banned from hip-hop by head diocese waka flocka um yes uh that burns eternal yeah <laughs> uh and he now has kind of walked back his previous comments once he's gotten kind of uh what's the good word for it he was pressed on his opinions. Yeah. He said that, yeah. you know, he gave Tupac a boring score. He said he got two out of ten. Uh, you know, hip hop, especially the West Coast, didn't take too kindly to that kind of talk. But uh, I think he's finally seeing the light. I don't know. But, like, okay, seeing the light, when he kept saying, 
Tupac is a legend. Tupac is a legend. That's literally any the only thing he said. He couldn't even say that. Yeah, I listened to some of his more of his music or why his opinions changed. It's just literally. I feel like his manager just like publicist was like, "Yo, you need to fix this." Yeah. Because you fucked up, and just says that he's a legend. I don't think honestly his opinion has changed. Well, I mean, once you if you're a rapper and uh, you feel the need to call the police. Um, I think your opinion will change quite fast. I mean, what what do you in a line of rappers' minds when there's trouble, danger afoot? At what number do you think maybe I should call the police? Right. is typically. Well, like he said, he's 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 end. not a thug rapper. He's not a mm-hmm. drug dealer rapper, drug dealing rapper. Like he's he he's literally not... just came out of prom. Yeah, like, you know. Right. So he, I feel like he's a little bit more prone to call the police. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so un- unfortunately, he felt the need to call the cops and had him escorted to his car, I think. Yes, yep. Because other children yeah. <laughs> were yeah. not happy with his comments on Tupac. I, You sounded so... <laughs> You're children. <laughs> well, I don't know what you want me to call them. <laughs> they all require parental guardians. They, they can't go watch rated R movies, yeah, right. um, which is a shame. Yeah. But... Yeah, I, I'm so surprised that, you know, he actually turned, he flipped a full 180. Now, I don't think he said that he doesn't believe the music isn't boring, that he just respects what it meant. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess he's seeing the light. I, ho- I hope that, you know, those threats weren't real, and I hope that he wasn't actually feeling endangered for his life. But, uh, I mean, apparently if you call the, like, if you call the cops, then you were. So, what can you do there? Yeah, it's, uh, we can only hope for the best from here on out. Um I hope no violence, you know, comes from this. I don't think there will be. Yeah. I mean, Little Xan compared to like who the West is really, really fiending for right now is nothing, which brings me to something else that I didn't bring it up to you earlier because we talk off mic and everything, but did you see the game and his comments about Takashi sixty nine? Oh, saying that he's like not a real gang member or whatever? Yes, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Well, I mean, to keep it up, to keep it buck, we, we're we're in New York, right? So, whether we like to admit it or not, right now Takashi is like the hottest shit. Yeah, like that's kind of been bubbling out of New shit York bangs. for a while. It's, it's unfortunate because dude's a pedophile. So yeah. it's like, you know, I don't personally fuck with him. His music is ridiculously addicting, and it's annoying that how good and addicting it is. But um, yeah, so recently he had a Instagram story where he was uh, made a song called Blood Walk. And That's what it's called? I think so. It's like it's like the uh, it's a remix of a something else, another song, and okay. he just remixed it and called it Blood Walk. Okay, gotcha. And he's surrounded by a whole bunch of dudes who are all dressed in red. Yeah. They're all got their their red rags. Yeah. I mean they they had some expensive bandanas too. They weren't like those easy cheap ones. I don't um, know. You you could probably find that on Etsy, dude. Probably. Yeah. Do you think there's a, a a gangs affiliated section of Etsy. There could be. We have to ask. We it's have to probably ask. called the urban section. <laughs> to be to be real here. But um, so yeah, he had the song called Blood Walk or whatever, and Game heard about it, and Game saw the video, and Game kind of went on our Twitter long Twitter rant, three pictures, maybe over a thousand words in each caption. About how Takashi sixty nine is called Takashi sixty nine because he liked to exact quote you like to lick little boys wee wees while you were getting your pussy played with in high school yeah game quote wow that's uh 
I feel like you could have chosen better words, especially if it's Instagram post. Like you, you can delete that. Yeah. <laughs> you could edit it. His friends are probably like, yo, bro. You really just say wee wee? <laughs> and they probably just ragged on him. We're adults now, guy. You yeah. could say, uh, you know, penis, dick, whatever. Anything but that. <laughs> that awful wee wee. Yeah. And then he also there was a clip. I think he was in Europe. Uh, game was at doing a show, and he had the whole tour, like the whole audience, just like shouting "fuck Takashi" or yeah. "fuck Six Nine" or whatever. Which is kind of confusing message. Fuck six nine, like sixty <laughs> nine, like you know, it's a. I wouldn't shit on that position. It's, it's a legit. It's a legitimate yeah, thing. I yeah. mean, so I don't even know if those kids shouting it even knew what they were shouting. They probably didn't, because yeah. he's. That was the funniest part of the whole thing is like when you saw the location where game was. It was like, bro, you're on the other side of the world. Yeah. Doing adult shit, like you're just. I mean, yes, the message is true. Yeah. But you're doing better, bigger things. Why are you like on Instagram right now? Being hella petty. I don't understand. But maybe it's because he also thought he couldn't get an audience anywhere stateside to do that with him. I mean, no, 6 no, 9 no. has like the kids in his palm of hands. Palm of his hands. Which is like disturbingly phrased. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry <laughs> about that, guys. But uh, no, I, I probably that's true. Also, I think he just was on tour. Yeah. Because you know, true. all these rapper dudes get a ton of money in Europe and stuff like that. So right, right, that's true. It's not the craziest thing. But it was just funny that he like posted those three things and like the next thing he posted was like him in a bar, like some like super richy rich looking spot that's like in like Copenhagen or something like that. It's like, bro, that's like the least gangster part of the world you could possibly be in right, right. now. It's like that in like the hills of the like the hills of Belgium or something. Like if you yeah. if, if someone was like, Yo, I'm coming straight from, you know, Belgium, I'll be like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Good right. for you. But, you know. You know. Yeah. Uh, speaking of trash humans, mm. uh, Adam Twenty Two, uh, most known for his uh, podcast or I guess interview series No Jumper, mm-hmm. um, and previously before that, his his fame was from being a BMX rider. Yeah, I've never seen him ride. I don't know. If he's I've nice. never seen him ride, and I I trust that he's decent yeah. enough at it. Yeah. The crazy thing is, I didn't know that BMX was still dominated that much of a culture to like be a cool thing. Yeah. Who knows. Like, you know, I feel like skateboarding you see everywhere, but I've never been to, like, someplace and be like, oh, shit, there's mad BMX guys out here. Yeah, weird. It's just yeah. a whole other world we're not, we're not tapped into, I guess. But, uh, yeah, so Adam22 now has a joint deal with Atlantic. Mm-hmm. He just launched his new record label, No Jumper, put out a single with Blockboy JB, um, and uh, was it Valley, I think? Oh, okay. I no, think, I actually yeah, haven't heard like the that. single. So. The song's pretty dope. Um, but, yeah, so song's out. Adam22 has a deal. Um and it's just so disappointing. Yeah. It's so disappointing that a label like Atlantic probably did very minimal research on him and just saw that Adam 22 is fucking with artists who pop at the right time. It's not like he really scouted them out before they got bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, his interviews are not particularly entertaining or they don't really go so deep. He's honestly just a good listener. Yeah. You know, which counts for a lot. Mm-hmm. But. To me, he's there are so many other people that probably could have gotten a deal with Atlantic as far as you know having a label and being in an A and R that would have been better suited for everyone. But nope, we have Adam Twenty Two now, whose platform just keeps getting bigger and bigger, which is crazy to me. Yeah, and I didn't know about all the the dirty shit he's done. I always had a feeling he just looked like a really skeevy dude. He does have he has a look like I I don't you know you should never judge a book by its cover or whatever yeah. you shouldn't profile right but the dude looks really skeevy he's always looked shady to me and he's always been like when you follow him on Instagram stuff like that, he's always been like borderline doing shit that's like that can easily turn to a dark side 
but another whole other thing is just like him getting money from little young rappers, little rappers. Um, to, both, both true. Yeah, <laughs> right. To get reposts, bro. Do you really need that money? Did he? Does he really do? Oh that? yeah, he's like would constantly tweet like you know hit me up about promotion whatever is like to, for reposts and retweets and shit. And I'm just like, you don't need this. Why, why are you doing this? Because he's an asshole. Yeah. I mean, I got a shout out to the guy who's kind of been like spearheading this whole like anti Adam 22 movement. Yeah. Uh, Connor Tripler. Um, he's just been on a roll at Connor Tripler at C O N O R T R I P L E R. He's been like on a tear, just kind of going in, and he has so much evidence. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that you hear about Adam 22 or you hear about people. Usually, it's a third party saying it about the person, right? right. This is literally just Adam Twenty Two admitting stuff. Yeah, like Adam Twenty Two admits to like you know beating up a woman. Adam Twenty Two admits to uh, you know going to Canada and sleeping with a minor. Adam Twenty Two admits to all this kind of craziness, and it's almost like if you have this like history and you have the evidence readily available to you because it's on the internet and nothing gets deleted. Yeah, why is he still getting so many good looks? And it's almost a it's almost it's a sign of the times right now. Is it like like hip hop right now is on like a really dark path uh, when it comes to just how much we allow our artists, personalities, and everybody to get away with to me. Yeah. Because I mean, into like majority of people that have their eyes open, like you know, you have famous Dex coming back after literally beating up a girl on camera. You have people still capping for uh, what's his name, Young Boy NBA. Yeah. After he was singing. Beating up, beating up his girlfriend and dragging her inside of the right. inside of her hotel room. You have these people, and they're still making money. Like they're still they're still getting a lot of great looks. I mean, Asa Barra literally took a year off, and now he's back. Yeah. It's like, what is going on? And then these kids who look up to them or follow them and and look at all their recent updates, it's just like subconsciously they're like, I can get away with this too if I'm big enough or if I play it smart. Yeah, like I mean, there is a whole subsection. Of XXX Tanchions, and I fucking hate that name so much. Uh, fan base that literally think that this woman who was pregnant, his girlfriend that was pregnant at the time, what, deserved it. Not only like not deserved it, but she's making the entire thing up. That she's right. crazy. Yeah, I did. That's, After there's been multiple, blowing. yeah, like there's been multiple people who collaborate with her story. Like this is nuts. I saw her run outside when she was like. You know, undressed. Like I, have seen it. Like that's like, and but they still don't believe her. Yeah. They still think she's crazy. And it's like it's hip hop's in such a crazy cult of personality right now that you could literally get if you're big enough, and these guys are big, like big time now. You get away with pretty much murder, and you can get away with murder. Yeah, you still have fans because I'm still playing Tay K every day. Yeah. So like I'm not immune to this either. Yeah. Um, but it is it's, it is a shame that this is kind of where we're at. Yeah. Um. I, I hope that with the Me Too and Time's Up movements, mm-hmm. like, it's obviously a top-down thing right now. They're going for, like, the big guys, you know, who have, you know, recorded histories of, of similar behavior. But it, it just sucks that right now it might take a while before people get to Adam-22 and really care about it and do something about it. He's going to be, I mean, you know, the bigger you are, the bigger fall, right? So right. the bigger he gets the more eyes he's going to have on him. It's not just going to be this counter tripler guy or us looking at him. It's going to be more than that. I mean, he's going to have, he has people that he has to answer to. You know, Atlantic has a board of directors and they have a board and they have to figure out whether or not they want their brand to be associated with someone like Adam 22. Right. Hopefully the more people see these stories and the more that we talk about and circulate it, the less they want to be involved and we'll be able to get him out of that contract. 
But I mean, the damage is already done. These no jumper interviews are some of like them like pivotal of this break of you know SoundCloud mumble. Like it's kind of, some of them aren't going to be important in the future. You know, yeah. Having these like the you know direct word from the, their mouths, these rappers. Yeah. So it is what it is. He's already in the history books, but he's also can be in the history books as a piece of shit, and that's what he should go down as. Yeah, I hope that's what he's remembered as in in the the annals of internet history. Yeah, uh, I mean. I, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> great way to phrase yeah. it. I'm with you there. I think yeah. I, I hope that's what he goes down as. Um, but it's just really, it's a shame, man. Like I, there's so many people that, you know, if you go to a party, and you know you want to stay. Like I'm trying to like stay away from these guys that are problematic, right? You know, I've, I haven't listened to like a Chris Brown album in my life, but even before then, I wasn't listening to him. But like after Brown, you know, I was like kind of like, okay, definitely not gonna listen to Chris yeah. Brown. Don't want to listen to R. Kelly. You know, I try to stay away from playing his stuff. But nowadays, when you go to parties, like, literally every other dude has something on him. That's like, yeah. Uh, if I really, like, the question is like, yo, I know I support this movement, but does do I have to compromise that belief to enjoy the moment that I'm out in this party? And that's a tough thing. And I mean, not, not everybody's going to have that same answer. You know, for me, it's going to be like, I wish I could just escape. But, I mean, if I'm in the middle of a party, I'm, I'm not going to. I'll just sit there. I'll just sit still and look like a loser. But... You know, everybody's answer is different. It's up to you. And there's no judgment. I mean, for me, at least. Yeah. If you're down to just stick around with it's it. It's just so. tough now, man. Like like you said earlier, it's just like the the resources out there to find out what these people are really capable of and what they're really like. We didn't, like people, music fans didn't have that available to them mm-hmm. when R. Kelly was really big or just other re- really big stars. I'm sure they've done some pretty shady stuff. And it's... It's a decision and conversation that kids should be having, but they're not because mm. I think they're just kids. Yeah. Um, I, it's it's so tough. I'm at a loss of words for yeah. it. Like I don't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, Are there just, just no one there like who's not shitty in music. Uh, like I want to say the two dope boys. Like those guys should have gotten dope, a label. Makeup, right. Makeup. Yeah. yeah. I think like, they were they were probably poised to, but yeah. then you know two dope boys kind of like when the whole blog game kind of fell off, then they kind of fell off too. Adam twenty two, if you're listening, give the two dope boys guys <laughs> control over no jumper. Just, I, just do it. <laughs> no, give it to ill roots or ill roots. Whatever happened to those guys? They're still they're still posting. They're not doing anything crazy. They haven't. I haven't seen them do anything in depth or worth mentioning. I remember when they really bought into Chitty Bang. Do you remember that? They were no. like really gun ho for Chitty. Really? Bang. Yeah, yeah. When Chitty Bang first dropped, it wasn't like after like when they went pure pop. It was like before when they did that like kids song yeah yeah when everybody was like that shit was that was a major song i don't know if you remember that, that yeah. song went crazy yeah yeah and they were like into chitty bang a little bit before then and yeah it was really weird yeah they, and they put out a song i feel like last year too and they were gonna i think put out a project and then they just disappeared again bang? yeah i mean we don't want one that's no. not you know, you know we yeah. don't need it no i mean the I'm kids have enough that. they have to deal with with this adam 22 they don't right. need to also deal with this chitty bang album yeah but yeah no i'm yeah, I kind of. What other blog? What blog, in its heyday, would you give a record label? I mean, two dope boys for sure. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like to give On Smash a lot of credit. Mm. I never really followed them early on, so I don't know who they really put on like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Fake Shore Drive continues to really champion mm-hmm. a lot of great artists, but like, my problem with with them is that they cover everyone. They really are, which is great that they've stuck to this, is that they just really post anyone from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And more than half of it, I feel like, is not deserving of it. Mm. But also, you know, there aren't a ton of artists coming out from the Midwest compared to maybe other parts like the East Coast or like the West Coast. 
still, I think. Um, but, you know, they, they've done a lot of good work with Red Bull as far as curating uh, shows out mm. there for their series. Um, what other site? Who did A3C? Wasn't A3C a blog first, too? I don't know. I, I always thought was that was a festival. Just, it might have just been a festival. Yeah. They've done a good... They used to do a good job. Now you know, they've just kind of fallen apart at the seams, I feel like. You know who I would give it to? Who? OK Player. And it's Heyday. That would have been yeah. like that would have been like such a crazy yeah. sound. Quest, Quest Love doesn't have a, a label. He probably does if he wants to. If he wants to, yeah, maybe. he's just too busy. Yeah, I mean they do a lot of shit. Yeah, I was gonna say either OK uh, OK Player or what was the other one I was just thinking of? Uh, Hype Beast. I'll give it to Hype Beast. Yeah, too. yeah. Hype Beast back in like even now they they still do uh, some great curation, but even like back in like 2012. Like who? They used to they used to just drop like they the stuff that they did they would post yeah. it wouldn't be like everybody else you know what I'm saying interesting they would sp- specific things that they would post and it was always like really good stuff like I never found an artist that I was posting on the hype beast and I was just like wow they should not be given the platform yeah. every time I saw they were on hype beast I was like let me give them a chance and nine times out of ten it was pretty good so yeah, yeah. labels just should really be looking elsewhere I guess to to start these kind of imprints yeah. PS4080 also, you know... Oh, shouts out to PS... Yeah, definitely yeah, PS4080. I think we're up there. Yeah, um, I mean, that's number one. We've already fucking done it three exactly, times. Exactly, yeah. So, pff, fuck out of here. <sighs> um, what's what's next here? Um, well, actually, we have uh, another update. Yes. Uh, okay. I, I kind of want to talk about this. On a lighter side, Adam22 took us to our dark place. Okay. We'll come... We'll ride ourselves back out here okay. uh, to the light. Uh, it's actually not light for them but it's funny for us uh last week we talked about logic's album and yeah. we talked about how he dropped that he's married about five times yeah on every song uh well that's no does longer... he talk about being married more or being mixed more mm. that's tough i mean he has one whole album where every single song is pretty much about him being half black yeah um i don't know all right we're gonna have to have genius look yeah, that yeah we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, <laughs> we're gonna have to look through that yeah um but no we found that this week they came out and announced it. Him and his wife of, I believe, a few years, maybe five years or something like that. Something like that. They have. They are now divorced. Yep. Or they're seeking they're, divorce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the funny thing, the two things were revealed today, actually. Um, TMZ revealed, one, that they have a prenup. Yep. That actually sides more to her. She right. doesn't get the house, any of the cars. But she is going to get a cash payout of some number. Right. Uh, so she's out of the house. She has to live with some family member. So, boohoo. Yeah, well, the way he did it is a little boohoo. Right. Apparently, the re- he's been growing distant with her for a long time because okay. you know he got big, so he was on tour and whatever tour or whatever. Apparently, when they came back, he sat her down and said, "Look, um, I just rather be single. I was having like." My life was feeling a little bit better when I was single. Dude, that's so trash because like... Fucking grind. Wow. Because it's totally because now he's getting a taste of fame. Like he's doing yes. national tours or international tours, yes. selling out. Yeah. He's just like, oh, damn, he pulled a Kanye. Yeah, he did. Wow. I'd rather be single. Damn. She Apparently she was devastated. I mean, I would believe it because yeah. you're, I mean, you're a husband of five years. Yeah. Is who you rode up, for. Like, yeah. Damn. Just told you that, you know what, I'd rather, you're cool and everything, but I'd rather be single. Damn. Yes. That is... Fucked up. That's cold. Yes. Oh, yeah. But at the same time... It's honest. She could probably do better. No. No? <laughs> okay. No. Okay. 
No. Okay, maybe not fame-wise, but... Oh, probably someone's going to enjoy her company yes. and like actually be the loving, supporting husband right. that she's actually seeking. Right. Oh, for sure. Right. Yes, yes, yes. But as, like, objectively better? Okay. Not... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, dude. If you find love, you find love. Then that's better. Uh, but, yeah, that's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Um... I wonder what her life's going to be like after this. Um, what oh, what does fine. she do now? Is she an artist? I don't think she does anything. Yeah. I'm not sure. I've never really like looked into... I, I, first of, this is the most logic news I've ever followed <laughs> in my life, all right? So I don't know much about him, Yeah, let alone do I know about his wife. Yeah. I just know that they're both young. She's 25. He's 28. So they have their whole lives ahead of them. Like, she's 25. Come yeah. on now. She'll, she can fall in love like five more times. Right. Uh, bef- you know. And... He just is keeping it low key. He has the house, has all the cars, bunch uh, of platinum plaques now. Mm-hmm. Well, if that she's... thirty million is uh, not going to be thirty million for any much right. longer. Well, if she's listening, uh, we have a social media position open, yep. uh, manager open. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we need some help with you know, you know, consistent posting, yeah, maintaining yeah. our tone, being mm-hmm. witty at times. Exactly. If you feel like you can do that, uh, mm-hmm. PS forty eighty spell out forty eighty with letters mm-hmm. at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're accepting your resume, just your resume. We can't fly you in. No. To New York, because no. I know you're not in New York. Yeah. And we actually refuse to pay for your lunch. Or Maybe coffee. multiple mega bus tickets. Yes, yeah, we can like do city that. City to city, not like that. one major mm-hmm. trip at, at different times too. Because yeah. we have to get the cheapest tickets. Yeah. So like you'll be coming from wherever you are to like Maryland yeah. from on March 10th. But then you know two weeks later we have the cheaper Maryland to New York the ticket. You'll be there. That's that's you won't pay for your hotel either. You just yeah. have to figure. This it out. ain't Def Jam, baby. Yeah, yeah. All right. you, can, you can stay with my uncle. That's about that's what <laughs> I'm gonna do for you. That's what I'm gonna do for you. If you're in Maryland area, you can stay with my uncle. He might let you sleep on the couch. He, he possibly will but you also have to do praise and worship him so i don't know if that's up to you it's up to you listen we'll, we'll accept you yeah that's all i'm saying we'll yeah. accept you but that going back to the whole thing but how out of everything okay so i found out about this because my coworker told me about it he told me like look at tmz for, uh, for logic yeah and i was dying when he told yeah. me this right yeah. and then he said like oh there's this really funny clip where logic is pretty much talking about how he doesn't fuck with anybody and like i never really knew logic was that type of dude like logic legitimately is like out here like i'm doing this dolo like the guy like the interviewer was like yo so like how do you maintain being normal like you seem like a yeah, yeah. guy and he was like oh yeah that's easy i just don't fuck with nobody and the guy's like what and he was like yeah i just don't like i don't fuck with anybody yeah and he was like what do you mean he's like yeah i go home hang out with my homies make music hang out with my wife don't leave my house yeah i don't even want to be here i just don't fuck with nobody right and if somebody tells you that in an interview imagine what they are when the cameras are off yeah jesus christ I mean, maybe being on the grind for this long has just made him really cool, which is unfortunate. But uh, he's gonna regret this, I think. Yeah, the way he's d- did it. Yeah, and yeah. the delivery is the way that's true. He's yeah. gonna regret that. For, yeah, like, for a long time. Hmm. But then I'll just put out a song with Macklemore, and he'll be fine. Bro, what is Macklemore <laughs> up to? I have no idea. And he's, is he still around? Uh, he he's, he's probably he's he's away right now. Definitely making something. I don't know what. It's probably a shit ton of money. Yeah. Still, he might even be touring in like Europe that we just don't even know about. <laughs> go for, go for, go you, Macklemore. But you know who is the total antithesis of the cold delivery that Logic does? Who's that? That's Will Smith. Will Smith. Will Smith is the world's dad. He's like the new Lil B right now. He's the new mm-hmm, bass guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, no, no. Okay, bass God hasn't that's, died. Yeah, that you're he right. He might be the bass Holy Spirit. Right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. And then we have to find the bass son. Bass Jesus. Yeah, bass I don't know. Jesus. But um, yeah, 
Uh, Will Smith has been on a, a, a spree. He's been mm-hmm. killing it as far as the Will Smith brand goes. Also, whenever he posts to Instagram, he's always in the coolest places. I mean, if you're Will Smith, are you not doing something cool at all times? Part of me hopes that he flies to these really cool places just for these Instagram posts. <laughs> and then he immediately leaves and goes back home. And I'm doing for the gram. Right. And then his wife comes and is like, oh, what'd you do today? Just, just posted a couple things to Instagram, whatever. Like, how was your day? Light work, you know. Got, yeah. a, got a million retweets. You know what it is. But as amazing as Will Smith has been as far as contributing positive vibes to the world... Let us not forget, he put out a song, an EDM song. Now I need to look up the name of the song. Uh, it was called Get Lit. It was him and Jazzy Jeff. Uh, they reunited for some reason to put out Get Lit. It came out uh, end of last year about, October I think, or August or something like that. And it's trash. Mm. It sounds like every EDM song that was not even popular probably in the mid-2000s. I just have one question for Will Smith regarding this whole thing. Why? Why? Did Jaden tell you this is cool? He Why probably you... said this is lame. Why? Who told you this is cool? Did Jaden tell you? I know Jaden did not tell you this yeah. is cool. Who in your circle was like, yo, you and Jazzy Jeff, you know, the famed EDM producer. Shame on you, Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, come on, Jazzy Jeff. You're dude. better than this. You guys made Summertime, and now you're making Get Lit? Get Lit. Everyone should not listen to this after hearing about this now. I'm don't a, don't give him that stream. I'm offended. Yeah. I'm personally offended that they made a song called Get Lit. Anyway, that aside though, uh, super positive self-help. Uh, vi- I, what is his play with these self-help videos? What What is the end goal with he's this? He's always been like that. Yeah? Like, he's always been like that. That's the crazy. Like, you know, back in the day when you only had... You didn't have Instagrams, you didn't have the Twitter, yeah, yeah, yeah. you had to only catch the interviews. And if you didn't catch the interview, there was no YouTube, so you weren't going back. Yeah. Matt, I'm describing this as if I'm not 26 and I'm 55, but <laughs> it is true. So like Will Smith back in the 90s, when he would have interviews, he would say he would drop logic like this. He would yeah. drop game like this uh, all okay. the time. The thing was, you didn't have it. Like there yeah. was like there's actually a, a compilation that I saved. I have like bookmarked of Will Smith just like talking about like his life, like growing up and like how he had to stay positive or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Like there was just one story about his dad who like had to build like a, a brick wall or something on, on the side of his store. Uh-huh. And like for the entire summer, uh, he made Will and Will's brother put it up by hand. Instead of hiring uh-huh. out, he was like, gonna build it by hand. Uh-huh. It was, like the moral of the story was like as they're sweating in the heat in Philadelphia, you know, Philadelphia. Yeah. Is, He's like, you know, you start off with only one brick and eventually you're like, you're like, this sucks. There's nothing's going to come from this. And eventually you're on a ladder and you're like looking at a wall. Yeah. And like you did that. Right. It's like, yo, your life, it's just all about putting the bricks together. Right. And eventually you'll have a wall. And it was like stuff like that. He's always been saying stuff like I that. I see. But now he has the like Instagram and he's able to reach a larger audience. For sure. And also just, you know, say cooler shit all the time. And yeah. he's older now too and he has children of his own. So. Right. Yeah, Will Smith has always been on this game, always been on that. I'm pretty sure, I'd be surprised if he's not like, at one point wasn't affiliated with like 5% or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that makes sense. He's a wise guy. Alright, All right. so we'll, we'll kind of excuse the get lit as long as no one else brings it up ever again. I mean, we can burn it with fire. Yeah? Uh, burn it onto a CD, then burn the CD. <laughs> <laughs> we can't burn that part of the server on Spotify, so we'll do the next best thing. I mean, that's such a trash song. Oh, such a trash song. Um, should we the football league here? Yeah, we we'll do the we'll touch on this football league. Apparently, okay. there's 
a new football league coming, guys. And it's not called Access for XFL. No, it's coming. I mean, the XFL is still coming. It's coming in 2020, which is a great time because that's probably when the world's going to end. But this this one is, is a new one coming in 2019, and it's called Alliance of America. Is that what it's called? Alliance of American Football. Yeah. What a terrible fucking name. Yeah. The um, AAF. I don't know. I mean, it's supposed to, the players are supposed to be pulled in from all different kind of groups. Uh, from like high school college teams mm-hmm. or high, high level college teams um, and then other leagues I guess maybe Canadian League or just people who didn't get into the NFL mm-hmm. I can't imagine this being very exciting unless mm-hmm. the rules are on some fucking blitz shit I, I think they really are just banking on the fact that people want football any and, kind of football yeah and it's never been full time full year you know what I'm saying so you know what if we get a team in New York I'll I hope them. we win. I'll, su- I'll support Let us them. win one championship. But I don't think that it's going to be very interesting. You know what no. I'm saying? Because like, the reason why X- one of the reasons XFL failed so hard, so miserably is because the talent just isn't there. Yeah. Like, you can make football. Like We all love football. Yeah. But there's only so much I'll excuse when it's bad football. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I watch college football because even though it's college football, the teams that are good play good football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They play like watchable football it's exciting teams that are bad play still watchable football the xfl now this they have the chance of actually being pure ass football like pure disgusting terrible football yeah and i don't want to watch you know a 60 minute game of people barely being able to play football you know so i don't know maybe if they change the rules and like the losing team has to kill one of their players <laughs> or something extreme we're we doing decimations now yeah, we're doing like roman style decimations. Yeah, just, yeah into the fucking terror dome like let's go oh my goodness that would be like 10 percent of your team has to be killed by the end of today <laughs> the, the champions actually you the only, choose who the champions are actually the only people that survive the league right. like, like yeah whichever team has can and they are them. fucking ruthless yeah <laughs> they've seen shit yeah they've They've had to kill some of their brothers, like on their team. Like that's got to be something dirty. Lots of war paint. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's such a weird. I don't know, man. I, I'm not really a big fan. I, well, I can't even say I'm not a big fan yet. I hope it works out because I do love football. But I think right now football is not in the right space to have three different ling- leagues running. Yeah. At any given time. Let's fix the one league we've had. And then you also have college. So yeah, it's like, right. I don't, like, the way people's, like, minds are health conscious now, I don't know if this is going to play out. Too. Right, you know? right. Same reason I don't think XFL can go with the same, like, oh, we're bad boys. Like, yeah, we're going to yeah, crush yeah. people. Like, no, no, we know about concussions now, bro. Like, I want our players to be remembering what their name is when they're 50. Right. You know? Possibly Which, have a career afterwards. Yeah. That man. doesn't involve them coaching more football. Just having a career is a big deal for a lot of these guys after football that, you know, even having their knees is a big deal yeah. for a lot of them, you know? Yeah. I, I remember there was this one time, there was like a 30-30 or something like that, where Jerome Bettis, uh, who's the famed uh, fullback slash running back from Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah. I think he's number two all the time. Number yeah. two or three, because Curtis Martin's also number two or three. Okay. For yards, you know, ever. All-purpose? Yeah, all-purpose yards. Um, or it might just be in line, line of scrimmage. Oh, but, okay. um, yeah, they did like a, a interview with him after like the day after a game. Yeah. He literally could he had to move to a building that was all one floor because the day after a game he couldn't like walk vertical up steps. or some shit. They just couldn't walk up steps. His knees oh, were so fucked up. So the way he used to run, he used to run into people. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. yeah so definitely it's, that kind of running yeah. back. So like 
knowing that kind of stuff and seeing the health of the effects that people have now, yeah, like that were hit heroes back in the day, you know, yeah. I don't think I have it in me to want another what's eight fifty man teams, yeah, like that's another you know four hundred guys that have the potential to have life changing life yeah, debilitating injuries. injuries and i don't know if i'm going to pay to watch people do that oh we will not go to any oh, yeah. of these games i mean we're not paying shit yeah period but right you know yeah you know i don't want to i'm kind of curious what the team names are going to be uh, are they going to like play off of nfl teams or like new minor york league baseball ab- new york barely above mediocre that's what we need to be called new york barely above mediocre guys yeah <laughs> guys <laughs> Oh man. Uh yeah. So before we head out, um, just really want to talk about some of the albums that we've listened to this past week. Oh, okay. Uh have you listened to any albums this week? Uh I listened to sure. a bunch. Let me let me do a little recap here as far as what yeah, I Yeah, give me the I heavy hitters. To. Give me the heavy hitter. Um all of these albums you can probably catch uh on our Spotify playlist, which you should be subscribed to by now. Mm-hmm. Which you probably are because you only have five subscribers right now. All the five. Yeah. Um, but they're dope. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, we were talking about this the other day. Uh, this producer, Nicholas Jar, uh, he goes by multiple names depending on whatever music he's making. Mm-hmm. He has this one name, Against All Logic. Uh, it's shortened to AAL. And he just put out a project of, I guess, just collected Lucy's that he's produced between 2012 and 2017. He put that out. That is a phenomenal project. That is... It is a a chill house album. Just yeah. Go, like, gorgeous production. Yeah, yeah. Like, the samples are amazing on that thing. Yeah, and, like, the beats, like, the rhythms and drums kind of reminds me of, like, early DJ Shadow shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, mixed with, like, he, he samples a lot of soul records in mm-hmm. this. Um, and it's, like you were saying yesterday, like, every song on there is good. Yeah. It's not, it, there are no skippable songs on there. It is rough to, like, you know, sit down and listen to it because some songs are, like, six minutes long. Some songs are, like, seven, five. Yeah. Like, they're longer songs, but every single time you will literally just zone out because it's such a soothing and, like, trance-like, you know, sound. Yeah. But it is still, like, featuring, like, really heavy house, like, production. Yeah. Uh, especially with the drums and stuff like that. Uh, the kicks are just so freaking... Fat man, it's, it's ridiculous. Dope. Yeah, I highly, highly, highly recommend. Yeah, um, and then two other albums that I guess I'll note. One is um, this kind of punk. I don't know. Actually, it's really punk. It's just kind of rock. Uh, this band called Hot Snakes. Apparently, they've been around for a while. I just listened to their new album. Um, it's called Jericho Sirens. It's very good. Um, which is kind of funny too, because I remember we talked about how rap songs are getting shorter and shorter, mm-hmm. and it's like a lot, a lot of punk and certain types of rock are naturally short mm-hmm. their songs yeah. are like a minute to two and a half minutes um so they're easily digestible but like if you break it down they get pretty heavy um the new hot snakes album is really dope and then the last one is i re not revisited but i went back and uh listened to eric the architect's uh mm-hmm. instrumental albums arc instrumentals volume two which he just put out mm-hmm. this dude's also super talented i feel like he's like a a true comprehensive artist in my mind because he's not just making dope beats but he's a very cool visual artist in the sense that he likes he doodles a lot and plays with like fonts and words a lot. He documents this on his social media and especially with this album, he was kind of playing around with like the words in his notepad and drawing them out in cool ways. Um, but yeah, this the the beats on this album. I I wish rappers would rap over it and have the balls to fucking do that, but no one does that anymore, mm-hmm. which is a shame. 
but they're also great out beats to just listen to on their own. Yeah, I think one of the things that makes Archimentals Volume Two such a different beat tape is that it actually tells a story. Like, yeah. there's actually like skits, there's yep. things in it. Like, it, it's a beat tape. Yes, like you know, that's what its primary goal is to be. Like, let me serve you up some great instrumentals. But at the same time, like there is a tale that's being told about like a wedding and like this guy's a wedding DJ and some girls. Like, yeah, yeah. like it's a whole thing. And like you literally are following, you know, this story as you listen to these beats and each moment actually affects the way that you listen or you interpret the beat. Um, and there are some tracks where people are rapping over it, but I actually, if I'm listening to beat tape, I skip every single vocal track. Uh, if there's vocals on the track, sense. I skip it. But yeah, um, it's an example of, of doing skits well. Yeah, it really is. And nowadays, like doing modern right, skits really, right. really well, which is not something easy to do. I mean, they're kind and of yet, seamless. And we've done it. We've done it three times. We're yeah. going on four. Yeah. Um, so what I've been listening to recently um, is this new Sango album. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. It is. I'm enjoying my time with Sango. This new album. I'm a big like Sango head. I've been yeah, a yeah. big Sango head for a long time. I think I would say like he's my favorite producer of this like whole new crop of producers. Yeah, yeah. I think what is, was it Davochina? I think it's called. It was just when he when I heard the Brazilian stuff. And yeah, the yeah. Brazilian wave. I was just like hooked. Um, this one is a little different. Um, a lot more vocal tracks on this one. I mean, he has a whole bunch of people, you know, Raven, Smino, mm-hmm. uh, this guy, Mar- like, what is it, is it Xavier. Um, he has a couple of different people on there. Yeah. I think the Smino track is probably the best vocal track on the entire thing. I think it's called uh, Chlorine. Mm-hmm. Fire. I love it. Um, other than that, you could literally lose every single other vocal track and I'd be thinking it's better, better out. Yeah. Um, you just hate vocal tracks on instrumental albums. Well, I just hate produ- when producers pick their vocalist yeah nine they don't ten they don't pick them really right, to me yeah nine times ten. Uh. i mean look think of all the great like think of all the rappers that dilla let rap on his shit yeah that he picked yeah they were all kind of average yeah okay fair right. enough and then the good rappers sought him out right and they made great shit right 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 makes sense um so I love it. The first two tracks are amazing. Uh, Without God, there's no love. I believe is one the second track. It is actually phenomenal. It goes through three different moments, and like the drums drop out at one point, and then you realize the drum sample that he was using that he actually reprogrammed was actually a like Brazilian or like Caribbean drum circle kind of sound, and then he plays that out, and then he plays it back, and like the hi hats go off, and it's, yeah. the tempo slows down. And it goes, yeah, you know, the whole thing was dope. Um, and I think the last track was amazing as well, but I'm not sure. But yeah, definitely look into Sango. Sango stuff is great. And my friend actually just put me on this girl today. It's, her name's like IMDDB. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's from fire. England. Yeah, yeah, she's dope. So I've just been listening to some of her stuff trying okay. to figure out what I like from her. Yeah, yeah. she's she's hit or miss for me. I, there's definitely two songs on her last project that I really liked. Her visuals are usually pretty, pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, crazy. She's doing numbers, bro. It's yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's just, you know, not my cup of tea in the sense where it's like, I feel like a lot of her shit gets repetitive, like yeah, when she rhymes. Definitely. And it's like more of like the the hype versions of like rappers of what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. It's just not for me. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, she's definitely kind of like vibe heavy, I would say. Um, yeah. I feel like she's one of those artists that are cooler as like a person than their music is. Probably. Yeah. Um, because, like, her ideas are great. The visuals, like you said, are amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The artwork's amazing. Like, some of the production calls are great. The problem is, like, some of the lyrics are just not, not fully there yet. Right, so, right. You know, you could always get better at that. So it's not, like, the worst thing in the world. But that's what I've been 
Okay, dope. Too. Um, yeah, man. So, number two. Number two in the books. In the books. In the goddamn books. In the uh, annals of the internet history. I'm going to keep saying yeah. annals. <laughs> I hope that makes someone feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> it's uh, 6 period 22. Yeah. Uh, so, 6 period 22. Yeah, because we talked about Adam 22. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck that noise. <laughs> um, yeah, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud because we will be posting more of these. Uh, subscribe to our Spotify playlist. Follow us on our social media channels, PS4080. Mm-hmm. Uh, God damn it, just go listen to our other albums. They're fucking good. Yeah, if you're on the SoundCloud listening to this project, listening to this podcast, you literally just all you have to do is click on that gray name at the top. And then you'll go to our profile, and everything's listed right there. Yeah. It couldn't be any easier for you. Yeah. Thanks send so us fun. hate mail. Come fight us on the internet if you think otherwise. Or if you want to send us some stuff that we should listen to, like this. so that last segment there, it could be your music if you want us to listen this to it. This is true. We will shit all over it. Don't even worry. <laughs> we will not like it. Yeah, like, fuck it. We'll do it live. I guarantee you will be disappointed that you sent it to us. But you can send that to our email, which is ps4080 at gmail.com. But you have to spell out everything. So you know how to spell 40. Do you know how to spell 80? No? Okay, I'll spell it out for you. No, they don't deserve to send their music. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay it's okay. simply that. Okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah. You've heard it from the guy. You heard yeah. it you heard it from my guy right there. He yeah. said you can't you can't do it. I'm sorry. Better luck no. Just no. Go back to class. Do better. Go back to class. Yeah. Alright? Alright, this was six period. Have a good one, guys. To a dreamer, how they scheme us. I could feel all the fake love when they greet us. Subliminal shots, but kick rocks when we speak up. We geese, but don't speak much. Niggas sweeter than a huff puff. We bundled up in the cup, puffer coats, huddled up.